Never gets old. Um, welcome to the 10 minute drill. I'm your host, Ben Davis. Um, just a quick reminder, because I know I'll forget to say this later. Amanda listened to it for the first time and uh, she said I sounded like a rapist on the intro part. So I just want to give a quick shout out to my wife, Amanda, for calling me a rapist. Anyways, um, so today we're going to try to keep it within the 10 minute uh, segment, which we're going to fail at miserably, but we'll talk winners, losers of this past week. Um, we'll do some a new segment called Nailed It and Failed It. I'm sure it's going to go over very well. And then we'll preview the matchups of this week. But before we get to all of that, um, I've tried to get a couple of high-profile guests on the show, but all I ended up getting was Lucas Hazelwood again. So uh, welcome, Lucas Hazelwood, back to the show. Uh, he's very enthusiastic, as usual. Well, uh, let's jump right into it. No small talk, because uh, it'll obviously be awkward. So, let's uh, quick shout-out to, to the winners here. If you want to crown them, then crown them. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Let them off the hook. Um, so, shout-outs to winners this week, uh, who was uh, Joe. Uh, we got... Um, Connie here with a surprise victory over David just really kind of thrashed him. Um, big shout out to my wife, Amanda. Uh, even though I'm a rapist, I still love you. And, uh, unfortunately I have to give a shout out to Lucas Hazelwood with the biggest performance of the week with 176 points. And another reluctant shout out to Nick for beating me this past week. Uh, I hate Michael Vick. Uh, Lucas, any thoughts? takes a lot of skill to pick four out of five matches. It's uh, You can put that on your resume next time. Um, so I have to give a special shout-out because it was the performance of the week to Lucas Hazel with 176 points, and that's with Anquan Bolden on the bench. And we got a quick sound bite from him uh, this past week after his victory. Most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Oh, that is quite the words from Lucas Hazel that he wants to eat my children. Um, that my unborn, my unborn child, uh, any thoughts? I want your heart. Yeah. It's very delicious, a delicacy. Okay, moving on, that's enough shoutouts for Lucas. Uh, let's move to the losers for this week. So, I have to give a quick shout out to myself. I thought I would win this past week, and I didn't, uh, but I thought I gave a valiant performance. Uh, I also told this person I'd give them a shout-out, so I give Seth the shout-out. I know you're one of the, like, three or four people that are listening uh, to this podcast, so uh, I'll see you on service uh, Sunday night. Um, okay, so let's move to this uh, new segment that we have here, uh, adequately named Nailed It and Failed It. Nailed It and Failed It. Another uh, great soundbite from myself. Um, I'm sure that's going to sound like another creepy guy as well. Um, so this segment, we're going to talk about our best p picks from this last week and our worst picks from this last week. Uh, I'm going to have Lucas start us off. Who'd, who'd you nail this week? 
Um, who are, uh, <laughs> that came off the wrong way. Um, but uh, who, who are some of the good picks that you had? <laughs> Unfortunately, I have nobody on the Eagles, but my, my, I'm still concerned that they're all going to get injured at some point. Like one game, they're going to run 400 plays, and they're all just going to get injured. Um, so I'm going to stick with Bryce Brown on my bench, hoping that LaShawn McCoy gets injured at some point. As, as, in addition to Michael Vick, uh, there's absolutely no way he can stay healthy for the entire year in that offense. We'll see, though. So uh, good, good picks there. I have to say, what I nailed this past week, Des Bryant. I said Des Bryant. So overrated. I don't know why people are so high on him. And really just a lackluster game. Tony Roma had a pretty decent game, but he just he spread the ball everywhere. It kind of reminded me of last year's first game for the Cowboys when Kevin Ogletree uh, came onto the scene. I'm sure I remember picking him up first week. And then same thing with Yeah, Ogletree. You like that reference? Hey, quick trivia. Where is Ogletree playing for right now? No, he's in that. He's in the NFL. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's. Uh, yeah, he's playing for the the Bucks. I was like, he's either the Jets or the Bucks. I had to double check that. Anyways, he reminded me of last year. Um, and then same thing with C.J. Spiller. C.J. Spiller really. I mean, Fred Jackson had a be- better game than C.J. Spiller. I said he's gonna be either big booms, big bus. Um, in the same vein, though, I think he's going to have a big week coming up soon. I just never know when that's going to be. All right, let's move to the fail that section. What picks or pick that you had was just absolute fail that you just fell straight on your face for? Well, you know, much to my credit, I couldn't find very many. But the one I did find was Giovanni Bernard. I was totally sucked up into the hype. And I think he might still turn out to be Yeah, Giovanni Bernard. I mean, I don't know. I just see him, at best, splitting carries with Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. I, I don't know. I, I Again, I wasn't really high on him. Good, good pick by me. I, I didn't think he would do anything, so kudos to myself. Who I failed at, um, I didn't really say this specifically, but I didn't think Larry Fitzgerald would really be doing much of anything this year just because the Cardinals offensive line is so beaten up but you know he had a pretty darn good game uh, with Carson Pommel throwing at him so uh, I don't think it's gonna hold up but I didn't think he'd do anything last week especially against the Rams defense but he proved me wrong and then uh, another one the, the big one here is Anquan Bolden I did not expect anything from Anquan Bolden and 39 points um I, I don't, I, I'm sure the entire world is freaking out about Anquan Bolden right now with the entire fantasy world. I think he's really going to come down to reality, but still, that's just a little ridiculous for me. All right. Especially this week when he's playing up against the Seahawks. Also, one more thing, I just have to point this out. Yeah. I totally predicted that Tampa Bay would have a terrible year this year, and I still think they're going to have an awful year. And losing to the Jets is not doing anything to help that out. 
Yeah, you said year. That was one game. There's going to be 16 games in their seasons, if not more. Um, really, I don't care, though, if they lose games. I just want them to make fantasy points. Get behind as much as you want and just give me all the fantasy points. Vincent Jackson still had a good game. Doug Martin, I was super high on him. I still think he's going to come through. Uh, mark my words. It was just a bad first game for him. Um, Don't worry. Don't worry about Doug Martin, okay? You worry about your own team. Doug Martin will be fine. Um, <laughs> Quick shout out to Lucas one more time. Okay, let's preview. Uh, everyone wants to hear about the previews for this week. They don't really care about our banter. So uh, let's preview the first game here. And that's going to be me against Ryan. Russell Athletics against the uh, aptly named Ryan. <laughs> I'm still not even sure if he's done anything with his team. Um, so right now, the all-knowing ESPN has it projected 136 for me and 130 for Ryan, but we all know how accurate that is. Any thoughts on the matchup? Any picks? Yeah, I think this is going to be the closest game of the week. I think there's going to be a few things at play. First thing, I do think Doug Martin will bounce back. As much as I'm kind of down on, on the Bucks, I think Martin's going to have a much better game this week. And... I think this is going to be an incredibly close match. I think Chris Johnson will also have a bounce back game, even though he's playing past Houston. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Ben squeaks this out by mm-hmm. the smallest of margins. I like Ryan's matchups better as far as the individual players where they're playing, but I like Ben's players better, and I'd always rather have better players than better matchups. Yeah, tough one for me. So, objectively, I would say... My team is going to win. Looking at my team on paper, but there's something in my gut that tells me I'm going to lose this week. Um, Ryan's probably going to go like 2-8 and eight or 2-10, and ten, whatever, how many games we have. And I will inevitably be one of those losses, I have a feeling. And part of me is a little concerned that it's going to be this week, and I have no real good reason why. I like my match. I like my matchups, and I like my players more. Um, but I have a bad feeling about this. I'll still go with myself, though. You know, I'm very confident. Um, so I'll go with myself. By a hair this time, not Seth, but myself by a hair. Wait, wait, wait. That was about the most seesaw writing offense I've ever heard. You think you're going to lose, but you think you're going to win? I'm going to win. I have a very bad feeling, though. Okay? That, that is, I, so my pick is myself. Okay? My pick is myself. I just, the caveat, I, I mean, Kellen Wins already just got me four points. That's just the beginning of the train wreck that's going to be my team this week. But I still, I'm still going to win. I'm still going to win. All right, enough about my vic- enough about my victory this Sunday. Um, let's move to the next matchup: Greenwood Saracens against Joe the Dude Abides. Um, pretty big discrepancy right now on the ESPN prediction. Uh, they got Greenwood Saracens for one twenty six and Joe for a robust one hundred and fifty. Uh, you gonna side with ESPN on this one? reason i'm gonna call this one my closest matchup of the week even though there's a big it's probably the biggest discrepancy on the espn prediction um yeah you can't use your close you already used your close this is my close okay 
So this is my close. <laughs> um, here's my ridiculous pick of the week. And just wait for me to look like a genius, okay? And th- my pick, what's going to be the difference maker? I'm going to go with Joe by the closest of margins. And the difference is going to be a huge game by none other than Cecil Shorts. Trust me on this one. Um, I, Chad Henney's coming back, uh, as far as I know. And last year, when Chad Henney came back, Cecil Shorts had a ridiculous game. They had very good chemistry. Um, Chad Henney's obviously going to play great this week. It's against Oakland. And then he's going to like come down to earth, and he's going to suck for the rest of the whatever time period that he's playing for. But Cecil Shorts, 26 points. Lock it right there. Um, so I'm going to go with Joe with Cecil Shorts at 26 points. Sorry, Dad. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, we got Team Juanes, who uh, eked a victory against me last week, versus Tiny Tackles, Amanda Woodward Davis. Um, what, do you, what are you thinking here? Yes. Well, Tiny Tackles was one of my sleeper picks for this year to have a good year. I did not have her winning last week, but this is a pretty fun matchup of the undefeateds here. Um, and uh, I think Nick, unfortunately, is going gonna, is gonna to win this one. for like several weeks now no team spirit here um so for for me i am actually gonna go and i i'm trying to be unbiased um i know nick beat me last week but i'm gonna go with tiny tackles this week i went against them last week they proved me wrong um i i think vic's gonna have an okay game this week peterson's gonna do his thing um i i think you know nick will score in the 130s but look at the matchups on the other side. I know she has a lot of Seahawks going against the Niners, but I like the Lacey matchup against Washington. I always like Matt Forte. Um, Reggie Wayne's going to have a big game. I think Golden Tate's a better pick than D'Angelo Williams. I do not like D'Angelo Williams at all. Golden Tate, we'll do a side bet for a penny. You want Golden Tate or D'Angelo Williams who gets more points this week? Yes, Williams. Okay, so we're doing it for a penny. All right, a, a penny, uh, imaginary penny that will never be given. Uh, Golden Tate's definitely yeah, happened. It's a it's a fluke, and it's PPR. Fluke plus PPR That's equals true. fluke plus PPR equals plus the Niners secondary, which is overrated, um, equals Golden Tate this week as the pick. I also think Vincent Brown is going to have a much better game than he did last week. Uh, so I'm going to go with Tiny Tackles uh, by eight points. All right, moving on. Um, we got here Dan with uh, NJ, New Jersey, Peyton Schmaden versus yourself, Sproles Royce, ESPN, wide margin, predicting Dan for 128 and yourself for 148. Um, any thoughts here? Well, I hate to be a homer to myself, but I'm going to take myself. I, I think Calvin Johnson is going to have a much better game. 
Yeah, I was waiting for that Jared Cook. I knew you threw it in there somewhere. So <laughs> there's a yeah, talk about the Jared Cook pick. Good pick, good pick. I agree he's gonna come down to earth, but still solid pick. I think there's gonna be a blowout, really. Uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to side with you and say Lucas by a landslide. Um, 25 plus points, just too many hard hitters. Still got Bolden on the bench. We'll see if he does it and goes for 39 again. I don't think he will. Yeah. And going with Carson Palmer as your quarterback, I just realized that. Okay. That's... Yeah, well, I was debating between Carson or Sam Bradford, and I thought overall Carson looked a little bit better, and I okay. like his matchup against okay. his Gutsy move, gutsy move. Okay. Um, so we agree on that, Lucas, by quite a bit. So last matchup of this week, uh, quick shout-out, because I know they both listened last week, so I appreciate it, uh, adding to our vast viewership. Connie with Philadelphia Freedom and Seth with Seth by a Hair. Who named his team yeah, Trivia? He, yeah, the to the podcast. <laughs> I didn't realize that until he told me that. Faithful follower. Yeah, faithful follower. We'll have him call in next time. We'll take phone calls. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening right now. So ESPN cuts Connie, but 154 over Seth, 137. Seth already with two players going. Tom Brady, kind of a weak sauce performance, 11 points. Julian Edelman, though. Trying to get him off the waiver wires, but unfortunately Seth got him before me. 20 points. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, I think this is this could be a great storyline heading through the season. The one person who didn't show up to the draft, Connie, I think will be undefeated after two weeks. I think she's got those three wide receivers who are going to carry her team. Fitzgerald, Andre Johnson. Of course, Fitzgerald's questionable, so we'll have to see if he actually starts. But Demarius, Thomas, Larry Fitzgerald, and Andre Johnson. Those are some studs. I thought Andre Johnson was headed for a little bit of a downer year, but based on his performance last week, just catches, catches, catches in the PPR. That is gold. So I have Connie in two and a half this week. Yeah. Unfortunately, Seth, you know, I love you, but I don't think this one's going to be close at all. Connie has too many hard hitters. Um, like you said, Andre Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, Demarius Thomas, who last week was having a pretty pedestrian game until the fourth quarter, but still. I'm not a fan of her running backs at all. Um, I, I'm not too high on Andrew Luck, but those wide receivers, those are killer. And she picked up Jordan Cameron on the waiver wires as well this week. Um, one, other note, one other note on this game, I think it might be a little closer than you think, and it could come down to A.J. Green on Monday night. Oh, really? I, I Honestly, I don't think it's going to be close at all. I think this will be done before Monday night. Um you know, AJ Green is okay. <laughs> uh, we'll just edit that out, which I don't know how to do. Anyways, <laughs> a little preemptive ending. That you know what that means, right? That means we actually went over the time for last week because that was the end point from last week. So uh, we really succeeded in that. So AJ Green, I love AJ Green. He's gonna have a big week, but really, that's his only heavy hitter. Ray Rice, uh, you know. He'll have 20 points, but he needs to find 140-plus points somewhere in there, and I don't think it's anywhere in there. All right, add a little drama. A little extra uh, love for Seth here at the end of the podcast. Okay, so wrapping things up, biggest regular season game in Seahawks history. We're going for the world record, loudest stadium, 
put you on this, putting you on the spot. Last week I went with a homer pick. It was a lot closer than I anticipated. A little too close for comfort. Um, so, what final prediction for the game Sunday night? Big game. Well, first of all, just revisiting the last week's prediction, man, we, we got like six points out of three trips to the red zone. And I think if we get in the red zone again, that is that is unusual. And if we get in the red zone, I think we'll we'll come away with seven more often than not. I think this is actually going to be a little bit more of a blowout. I'm going to call it thirty-five to twenty-one. Whoa. Sorry, I did, I, I, I did my woe right before you said your team, but I'm going to assume it was for the Seahawks. For the Seahawks. Wow. That, I don't have the cojones to do that. Last week's game really scared me. Um, I think this is going to be close. Um, I, I hope it's a blow. I hope you're right. But really, I think this is just going to be a grinder game. It's going to be low scoring, not like the second game from last year. I'm gonna. Go, I'm still gonna go with my Hawks. Though. I'm gonna go 17-14 Seahawks in a nail biter. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a close one, but I really hope the Hawks win. All right, so uh, I got a, a, any parting thoughts? You're not behind a subway anymore, are you? Are you double parked or something? No. No. Okay. All right. Uh, I have the unfortunate pleasure of thanking my guest Lucas Hazelwood again. Um, you have been listening to the very second 10-minute uh, drill with Ben Davis. Uh, of course, this is now at 21 minutes and 30 seconds. But uh, hopefully en- <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed that, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So uh, I ended the podcast, and I forgot. I had to do a quick rant about Danny Amendola. I have him in all my leagues. Right now, I thought he's going to have a big year, and of course he gets injured with his groin again. He's going to cost me the week two loss um, and effectively end my season by making me go zero and four. So I just had to get that rant out of the way. Okay, now see you next week.